Episode 169, Unveil the Value in the Daily Grind. Hey there, this is Danny Sunshine Bauer from Better Leaders, Better Schools, and the School Leadership Series, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thanks for coming back. Another week, another lesson. You are the pro in professional development because you are coming back each and every week trying to learn more to better your craft. And that is totally why I call you an elite educator. I think there's no better word than elite to describe someone who takes time out of their personal day and obligations to invest in themselves to best help their students. So thank you for doing that and for trusting me with your time. I promise I won't disappoint you. Today's a good one. This podcast episode is especially for teacher leaders as we talk about helping teachers move beyond the mundane to see the value in the daily grind. So let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. I recently came across a post in a teacher Facebook group that made me tear up. It's the kind of post I know is coming, but I just hate to see it once it comes. You know, one that reminds me why it's so important that I continue my life's work of helping teachers remain passionate about their career choice while also gaining effectiveness by following exhaustive protocol. But that's where the rubber meets the road because it can often be very hard to navigate that thin line that separates the two. But that's where I come in to help teachers be good at what they do, which often requires a lot of time and effort, while never losing their love and passion for what they do. So the post I'm referring to is one you might have written yourself at one point in your career or one you often hear other teachers gossiping about in the hallways or the teacher's lounge. It's one that's not unique to specific teachers, but it happens to the best of us. The post was as follows. I love teaching, but I hate the job of a teacher. It's a gut puncher, right? This is why we lose great teachers, because although they're talented and passionate, the job of being a teacher comes with so many obstacles, it's exhausting to overcome more days than not. And so as teacher leaders, we can step up and acknowledge this statement as one that the majority of teachers feel so that when we do our work with teachers, we sympathize with their frustrations and we use our background knowledge and skill to help them move beyond these obstacles. We can't continue to lose our best and brightest just because the job's too dang hard. I mean, yes, it is hard, but it doesn't have to remain that way. So teacher leaders, let's put our heads together and come up with some strategies that we can implement in our school buildings to unveil the value in the daily grind. Of course, I won't leave you high and dry without my own suggestions to get you started, but I do hope this conversation continues. So feel free to add your own tips to help even more teachers, and this is how you can do that. 
You can message me or tag me on social media with your response. If you're listening via my website, alwaysalesson.com, you can just comment below the podcast episode. And then, of course, you can email me directly at Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com. And I'll add any and all of your suggestions in the show notes that accompany this episode so that teachers can really save their sanity. So when I do my work with teachers, I always ditch my coach hat and I put on my teacher hat and I get back into my own shoes and I think about what I needed as a teacher. And then I think about my colleagues and what they needed. I envision their faces and those hard days we had together. And I remember all the conversations that ensued and really staying in touch with the classroom is what makes us teacher leaders effective. So we cannot lose that connection. So first, my favorite leaders were ones that acknowledged what I was feeling. So step one is about acknowledging the tough job that's teaching due to all the other stuff that's required. And second, my favorite leaders pushed beyond that acknowledgement and then rolled up their sleeves to help. Not in this like one size fits all approach, but in a like, okay, so we're here. How do I help you get out or over it? So step two is about personalizing our support to teachers. They have unique perspectives and circumstances and talents. And so in order for the entire boat to be better, we have to take into account these characteristics that each teacher brings to the table. That way we can get over the hump, not just today or just one time, but from this day forward. And as teacher leaders, our job isn't to always hold hands. Our job is to hold hands for as long as needed and then release teachers with the skills and techniques needed to do it themselves. And sometimes we hold hands longer with some folks and others just need a quick tap of momentum. But if we do a one size fits all, we really miss gassing up the teachers with the specific fuel that they need to take off. Third, my favorite leaders gave me tips and tricks that worked for them in the classroom and a bonus if it was used with the same class composition, you know, like student demographics and a range of ability levels. And I admire folks that even said, you know, you're right. This is hard and frustrating. I remember being in the quicksand, sinking faster than fast. And one thing I tried was blank. So how can I help you right now? And that one statement hit all of my three suggestions to you, acknowledgement, helping hands, and tried and true recommendations. If the teacher that wrote the Facebook post came up to me right this minute and said, you know, I love teaching, but I hate the job of being a teacher, I would think two things. They need time and task management help, and they need to see the value in the daily grind. And so here's how I'd go about helping them achieve those two things. I'm going to start with value in the grind first, because without this, you can't go to time and task management. There's no job on this earth that doesn't require grind to get it done. Sure, there are some whose grind is not as pleasant or difficult than others, but every job has a grind. If teachers love teaching, then we have to make sure they continue to show up every day to do just that. And if they hate the grind, well, they're not going to show up and they'll never enjoy the work they were put on the earth to complete. Teacher leaders, we've got to show teachers that all the little stuff that isn't the fun teaching stuff is still important and actually has a lot of value. And the one way we do this is by naming the grind. And every task should be spoken of and even written down so that we can talk about how each one of these is important. I actually suggest having an all-staff meeting to do this exercise. So place teachers in a mixed grade level or expertise group and hand them some butcher paper, like for a bulletin board. Allow them to just go crazy, naming every single task that they're required to complete as a teacher. 
and then appoint one person per group to share out. They can pick their top five to share, and if another group has already named one of their top five, then they are to share additional tasks until they've contributed five new daily grind requirements. And so this process might seem like a gripe fest, but it actually is quite healing for teachers. They feel the frustration being elevated off their back as they acknowledge the obstacles in their way, and they find solidarity among their peers in sharing out these frustrations, and this can heal the teacher hearts and the minds. So now it's time to heal their hands so that they can get to work. And if you're in tune with your school building and its challenges, you can probably guess most of the daily grind tasks that are going to be mentioned. And this allows you to plan ahead of time, otherwise you will need to think on your feet. But take the time to talk about why each of the top five tasks the groups mentioned has value in the work they do with kids. And this takes some creativity and passion to help teachers see the value. We need them to understand the important role each of these tasks has on helping students achieve while also increasing their own teaching capacity. And this will motivate them to show up and do the work. So for example, let's say a teacher says taking attendance or grading papers as one of their top five daily grind tasks. And you might say something like, well, attendance helps us look for patterns that might be a hindrance to some students gaining their full learning potential. So now they're realizing it's important for me to do my attendance so that the data we're looking at is actually accurate and we can find patterns. And you might want to insert a sentence there about we so that we can get on board and help. Because sometimes teachers feel like it's all on me. I have to help the student who's like nine grade levels below. Not nine, that, that's all extreme. But And you could say something like so that we can partner together to get a plan in place. Or about the grading papers thing, which I know teachers are always upset about. It actually gives us clues into how to help students better in the classroom because without the clues on the paper, we're just fishing without worms. And it's just a waste of our precious time. And teachers love that because they don't want their time wasted. And so when you say, hey, if you're not looking at the work, you're not going to be able to find out what you need to do next. It's a clue and to help you plan for tomorrow's lesson. Do you want to plan tomorrow's lesson without a clue or do you want it to go a whole lot faster and use the clues in front of you? You got to grade them. So it's important to stick just to the value of the task instead of getting into that nitty gritty of like, how am I going to complete all these tasks in a school day or a week or a month or a quarter? Because the conversation is probably going to continue to come back to, you know, but we don't have time. So be sure to steer it back to value because what we value, we make time for. Now that teachers are starting to see the grind from a new perspective, Many of them are ready to figure out how to bridge the gap from what is required to what they really want to do with their time and energy, which is teach. So let's talk about time and task management. It is often easiest for others outside of a situation to see the solution because you're not knee deep in the muck. So as teacher leaders, we can often see the laundry list of concerns a teacher has and help them map it out so that they can accomplish the tasks without tears and without running out of time. Remember, teachers like you are people and oftentimes their feelings and personal lives are front and center blocking their ability to see these proactive solutions. That's why we have to acknowledge their circumstances and roll up our sleeves to get to work. And once we know why these tasks are harder for them to complete than let's say their colleague next door, we can create a specific approach unique to their hand of cards and help them get back on track. So similar to the exercise I suggested to do with the entire staff, do with the teacher. Have them write out their tasks for that current week, 
prioritize them based on the due date and then plot them into a task calendar. That can just be a blank printed out monthly calendar sheet. So once the tasks are placed by due date, you can work backwards to tackle what needs to be completed each day so that tasks are completed by deadlines. Oftentimes teachers are great at backwards planning like this, but struggle to fit in everything once it's mapped out. So this is where knowing your teachers comes in. Talk to them about their daily routine before, during, and after school. This is going to help you come up with tricks to shave minutes that add up to hours from their day so that tasks get completed personally and professionally. So for example, maybe a teacher stops for a coffee every day on their way to school. An option would be that they could limit the days they stop for coffee so that only one day eats up time, or they could find a better location with a shorter line or, you know, brew their own coffee at home. So the point here is that the extra time they can save can go towards the quick and easy tasks that they need to complete, like emailing parents, checking the school mailbox, making copies, organizing materials, whatever. They might um, put up a fight not wanting to give up whatever is keeping them from having the additional time, but that is where you go back to the value in the grind. Because once they remember, oh yeah, the emails that I need to return to parents are more important than stopping to get this coffee because without these parents who know their kids best, I can't reach their children. They hold the secrets to unlock the potential of this kid, so I have got to put in the time and put in the effort to build up this partnership. And suddenly priorities shift and teachers begin to problem solve on their own. And before you know it, the daily grind is being accomplished with urgency and willingness. Willingness, The tasks might never become their favorites or things that teachers look forward to doing, but they understand the magnitude of their relevance and the daily work that they do with kids and therefore they prioritize it. It becomes part of the thread of their approach to being the best they can be for students and then over time they find themselves finding the time in their busy day to grind and more importantly their passion remains keeping them in the game helping decades of children during their career so the key to task and time management is to roll up your sleeves and plan the daily grind into teachers daily schedules with them until they find their flow all because you unveiled the value in the daily grind I wanted to take time this episode and remind you of the same struggles that you faced as a teacher in the classroom. The struggles have common threads no matter the grade level taught or the content specialty or the lack of technology because being a teacher leader means you are willing to help in any way possible even if that means taking off your leadership hat, putting on your teacher one so that you can hold hands and get through the muck together. Without them, you can't have an impact on kids and without you, they can't have an impact on kids. So together, you are a force to be reckoned with. So go in there and acknowledge the struggles, roll up your sleeves to help, prioritize your tips so that not only are they tried and true, but they're applicable to that specific circumstance in the teacher's personal and professional life. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on unveiling the value in the daily grind so that great teachers stay and kids for generations are taught and inspired by the best in the business. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.